And no doubt about it, the pandemic, the chaos of the last election, all the lies and the hate. Yes, our lives are changing. Maybe not for the better. All right, what's up, what's up? Let's go ahead and do this thing. Uh, So here's the deal. I've been sitting here thinking about it. But thinking about, okay, what, what am I missing? Because I'm a really social guy. I really like people, although I don't like to spend a lot of time in groups. I love having conversations with smart people. I don't even mind having conversations with dumb people. That doesn't bother me at all, right? But the thing is, I, I you know, I, I go out in the world and I just want to have a good conversation. And it seems like something's happened to our society to the point that that is, that is simply not happening. I remember post uh, a pre-COVID, uh, right, pre-pandemic and pre that whole bulletish, bullshit political thing that they did, right, pre all that, right, 2001, you'd go into a grocery store and people would have a smile on their face. Go to a grocery store and, and sometimes it'd be hard to get out of the grocery store, even if you didn't know anybody when you first went in there, because by the time you were checking out, you knew somebody, And they were talking to you about some important aspect of their life, some amazing thing that they're able to do within their life. And I kind of, I guess the reason I'm bringing this up is I kind of miss it. And I'm thinking, why is it that we've lost our ability just to look up at another person who's walking towards us, give them a smile and say, good morning, how are you? As it turns out, I'm racking my brain. I'm thinking, what could this be? Is it me? I smell my armpits. I'm like, no, I don't stink. And I certainly, I mean, I, I have all of my features. I might not be proportionate because my legs are only about well, about two inches long. But aside from that, I'm a pretty easy guy to, to, to look at. And I don't seem to be too threatening, right? If you want to know what has caused that, and more than that, if you'd like to help me fix it, if you'd like to make the people in your circle start understanding what's actually going on and how important we are to each other and how much we need each other, stick around. I'm going to do my best to put this into perspective for you. So think about it. Think about something catastrophic happens in your life. Think about something that you don't have any control over and all of a sudden your world and everyone else's world gets turned upside down. Like like maybe, I don't know, maybe a, a hurricane or a massive snowstorm or, or wildfires, anything like that. Now, from that perspective, who are you going to be able to rely on to help you get yourself and your family to a safe place, to help make sure that you and your family have food to eat, shelter, have a place to sleep, some from new clothes, right? Where are you going to go in the days and weeks to follow that event? And who are you going to be able to rely on? I'll give you a minute. I hope you have the answer because chances are you might not. Here's the deal. You know, look around the world and you see all of this hate and discontent and division. And what's funny about it is, especially in America, I don't know too much about any of the other countries from this perspective, but in America, our division isn't between us and the people who are screwing us over. Our division starts with our neighbors. 
I mean, that's a cool thing or the big manipulation with regard to this whole pandemic and the political environment and all the upheaval in our country right now. It's that it's they've created a situation where it isn't us against them. It's us against us. Now, why am I telling you this? Why would I bring this to your attention? Back to that emergency situation, that tornado, that hurricane, that flood, that massive snowstorm. Who's going to be pulling your ass out of that house? Who's going to be cutting branches and digging snow out so they can get to the door so they can get you and your family out of that house? And yet, because that person may believe for themselves that a mask is important or a mask isn't important... We will stare at them and we will feel anger and frustration and hostility towards them based on a concept, based on an idea that has nothing to do with the bigger picture. We are Americans first. You are my American brother before anyone is. My neighbor, he is my friend first. Why? Because when the shit hits the fan, we're the only ones we got. That guy down the street, he's different than you, so you shut your door, you don't smile, you don't say, hey, hi, how are you doing? You know the difference between an enemy or a stranger and a friend is a handshake and a, hey, how are you doing? My name is... And they got us walking around looking at people just like us being suspicious of our own when we should really be looking someplace else and wondering what someone else is doing to impact our life. They say divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Here's a question for you, kind of a tough question. What's the truth? Given any any circumstance you might find yourself in, what is the truth regarding that circumstance? There's where the problem lies. We are so prone to believe whatever we see that without regard for whether or not whatever we're hearing, whatever we're seeing, whatever we're being told is actually accurate. I'm driving, I'm walking, we're walking down the beach in Florida and some guy walks up and he spouts off something that was just at, at the onset was ridiculous about something going on in the country. And I asked him, I said, hey, so yeah, that's, well, wow, that's really, that really sounds important. So tell me something. How do you know that that's even true? Well, because I seen it and that's what they said and I read it and, and then I, I talked to my buddy about it and he seen it and he read it too. Oh, I get it. So if you, if enough people talk about it and say it, that makes it true. No, wait a minute. That can't work because that would be contrary to the entire concept of what we've been raised to believe, right? The truth is the truth. Well, let me assure you, when you think about reasons why you need to hate your neighbor, the first thing you probably should do is check and see if what you believe is actually even true. And then after you get done with that, you might want to just sit back and go, yeah, it might be true, it might not, but is it really worth me giving up the help and support of someone if the possibly the only one who's going to be there to help me when all hell breaks loose. The truth is, you're not going to give two shits about whether he's a Republican or a Democrat. 
the truth is when you need a place to get out of the rain and your house is gone, you're not going to give two shits. Well, who's whether a Republican or a Democrat or uh, any any category you want to hate people from any platform you want to make sure that you're better than everybody else. It isn't going to matter. Now, here's the problem. If we don't start working towards getting back to it, if we don't start working on an individual basis at building unity in our communities, it's going to break apart. We are not going to be able to rely on each other. We will not know who to trust. And what happens when you don't have anyone you can trust? You stand alone. Millions of people. And it was funny. It's kind of reminiscent of the visit to the gym this morning. I'm I'm walking there and I'm looking around and there's probably got to be 150, 170 people in this, in this building, right? Under the same roof, engaged in similar endeavors, right? And yet not one of them would smile at me. No, zero acknowledgement. It's almost like we're, we're invisible to the rest of the world. We can't afford to be invisible to each other. We can't afford to just walk by each other and not acknowledge and realize that not only are we the same, but we need each other. We need each other. Your, your political hero is not going to be anywhere around when your life starts crumbling in around you. And that is the truth. How are we going to fix it? Let's talk about that. So there you are, you're in your space, you're doing what you want to do. You want to fix this thing with regard to our connection with other people? First of all, you got to stop taking in any more of the poison that we continue to ingest, right? No, hey, don't eat that, that's rat poison. Yeah, I know. No, that's rat poison, that's going to kill you. No, no, I got it. Right? I mean, that's about what we're talking about here. We've already established there is no truth except for what you can visually verify yourself. I know for a fact my name's Chris. I'm 61 years old. I do a podcast. I live in an RV, right? If you want to verify that, you can drive into Grand Junction. Check it out. That's verifiable. That is truth, right? Everything beyond that, and especially from people who benefit the most, because that's where the biggest lies come from, right? The biggest lies, right? Think about it. I I don't lie about the fact that I drank one or I drank two beers to my wife. Why? doesn't have any real impact. Why would I lie about that? But you take someone who has friends in high places and your decision impacts not only their income but your income, you're a lot more likely to do uh, that little extra that, that, well, you know, it's okay. That'd probably be all right. A little move to get that done. Because a lot more is at stake. Right now, the status quo, the established narrative is to be careful because the world is dangerous out there and all of that, but you don't know who you can trust. person just like you living in an RV, you don't talk to them. Don't talk to them. They could be dangerous, right? Ooh, they might be a Trump supporter. They might be a, a Biden supporter. They might be pro-abortion or anti-abortion. They might be pro-gun or anti-gun. Oh, you want to be able to make friends with people and have nice conversations and get to know who people are? It's really simple. Stop talking about all the dumb shit that they keep having you talk about. 
Stop talking and thinking about all the dumb shit that makes it impossible for you to have an educated, informed, and enjoyable conversation with someone who is actually just like you. In fact, more like you than the person who got you all sideways with all the bullshit you keep talking about. And guess what's going to happen? Guess what will happen? Just like that, you will take a stranger and they will become your ally. And all it takes is for us to stop talking about crap that doesn't matter, that isn't going to change anything in the immediate future, and start talking to people based on your interest in getting to know them, your desire to make more friends, right? You don't know where you're going to be. Maybe you just maybe you just happen to go to a, a store that's out of the way because it sells you know really good produce or something, and you show up there, and you're really nice to the lady behind the counter. And then later on, maybe you're driving in that same area and you have an accident or you break down and there's that store. You think if you walked into that store and you said, hey, Margaret, I just broke down. Can you help me? Can I use your cell phone? Can I get a ride home? Right? You think they're going to tell you no? I mean, and and these are concepts that are happening every day. Understand this. Let me just explain how important this is to me. You do realize that as a first responder, if I'm in a situation where there's an active shooter and I have my weapon on me, I'm going to move toward that shooter to intervene with that activity, right? You need to be my friend. You need me in that situation, right? You know, some guy over there spouting his mouth off about how life is where you or I live. And he has no idea because he will never spend the amount of money he has in the bank right now in his entire lifetime. If you want to figure out what is wrong with our society, what is going on with everyone, why things are still so weird, it's because we're still hanging on to bullshit stories about bullshit topics that have nothing to do with me and you. Has nothing to do with you and your neighbor. If you have someone living next to you and you haven't shaken their hand and said, hey, what's up, dude? My name is, I got an eye on your place. You got an eye on my place? Yeah, I got an eye on your place. You don't have to go kissing on them. But for God's sake, you need to acknowledge the people in your community because you're going to have to rely on those people if all hell breaks loose. Got some crazy guy in Russia right now, roo, 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 talking about all he's doing. Look what's happening in Ukraine right now. Now, you talk about unity. You talk about a group of, of people, a country who has come together and said, no, 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 no. You are not taking our homeland. You're talking about the Ukrainians. You want to put your priorities straight? You want to think about where you are in life and what you believe? The first and most important thing you need to believe is, like me, you are an American. And like me, you have an obligation or we have an obligation to take care of each other first. And if I haven't shaken your hand, you take second rail to the people I'm shaking hands with. So sorry, Donnie. Love your hair. Sorry, Uncle Joe. Don't care about it. You know why? Because when the shit hits the fan, it's the people right around you, that group of friends, that segment of the population that decided they like you as much as you like them. They care about you as much as you care about them. That's what's wrong with the world.
and all it takes is a handshake to fix it. Are you ready to do this? I know I'm on a rant. I love it. Something important to talk about. You can fix it. It all starts with a smile. Let's dig right into this thing. So this isn't rocket science. This is some elaborate, multi-stage, multi-platform, multi-execution thing to fix mankind. Real simple. Take your fingers and put one on each side of the corner of your mouth. Push each side up. That's called a smile. It is the most powerful weapon in the world that I've ever seen. It, it, it will tear down walls. It will take down barriers. It'll make friends out of enemies. It'll make everything about your life get better. So again, but it starts with a really real good technique. You got to put your fingers in the corners of your mouth. I don't know if you can hear me, but I'm doing it right now. And push them up. Now, some of us still have the ability. We still have that muscle function where we can actually just do it by by just smiling. That's, that's what it's called. It's called a smile. I guarantee you, armed with that tool, armed with the ability to smile on cue. Some people even just walk around activated, active smile, big old silly ass grin on their face, probably talking to themselves. I do a little bit of that myself, right? But you get that smile activated, you start walking around, you're going to be freaked out by what happens. Yeah. I'll tell you, I was even in the gym. I finally, it's kind of funny because you're just walking around and you got that smile thing activated, right? And then pretty soon, all these frowns will walk by. All these people, they're angry and they don't want to talk to you and don't want to look at you. And then out of the blue, all of a sudden, you'll, you'll, something will catch your eye. And all of a sudden, the person that's coming towards you will actually have the same look on their face. They will be smiling too. What? Yeah, freaky, huh? <laughs> I mean, really, come on. Come on, we're in the grocery store, right? And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not even paying attention to what's going on. I'm looking for smiles and I don't see any. And I'm thinking, God, have we really sunk into, I mean, is it, is it really that bad? Yes, granted, I understand groceries are expensive. We don't have enough money. You want to fix that, that issue with not having enough money? You got two choices. You can make more or you can spend less. Either way, there isn't any reason for you to be walking around all pissed off and angry, not saying good morning to me because I didn't do it, right? I'm not the guy that that did it. You, you did it. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. I mean, I told you I was letting go. I'm off the chain, right? Uh, It's just really simple. It just really comes down to this whole thing that we're, we're so confused about. The reality is this. The guy that you're face-to-face with in the grocery store, the guy that you're face-to-face with in the DMV, wherever wherever your life takes you, that person is not the reason that your life looks like it does. Believe me, the people that are responsible for this, that have a hand in it, live a lot farther away from you than anyone you're ever going to run into in Meeker, Colorado or in Grand Junction, Colorado. So why would you want to spend a moment of your day not enjoying the fact that at least you don't get to have to spend your day with a bunch of assholes who have no idea who you are or what you need? I guarantee you're, you're in trouble. Your neighbors are going to figure out what you need. The people in the grocery store, when you fall out or you have, a tro- have trouble or you need some help, the people in your neighborhood are going to be the ones that truly understand what you 
need. Put a smile on your face. Turn that corners of your mouth up. Practice it. Go to the mirror. Big grin. Big grin. How you doing? Practice some greetings. How you doing? Hey, what's up? Right? Practice a little communication there. You'll be amazed at how much better you feel. And, and not only that, but you'll be amazed at how much better you make other people feel. Oh, man. You think it's really, could it really actually be that easy? I mean, really, come on, could it, could it actually just like, you could actually like just say, all right, I'm going to start smiling and, and you start smiling too. And then we'll start thinking some happy thoughts. And then maybe if we think enough happy thoughts, we can actually get to a point where we don't have any angry thoughts anymore. We have concerned thoughts and we feel empathy and we're like, here, I'll help you with that. And, and, and then when all hell breaks loose, it's not a, a burden for you to give up what you want to do to go help someone else in your in your neighborhood, in your realm of influence. What a crazy, crazy idea, right? What a crazy idea. An idea where actually instead of judging yourself based on the people around you and establishing guidelines based on that, you just basically look at that person and say, hi, how you doing? And accept them for exactly who they are. And then you don't bring in all your political and your other bull crap that doesn't have anything to do with you or them. That that interaction that you have is just about kind of like maybe some distant concept, like maybe just being friends, just being your neighbors, you know, here, hey, what's up? Hey, I brought you a six-pack of beer. Why? Well, because you trimmed my tree, right? All right, you, you took those limbs down, man. really appreciated it. Sounds too easy, doesn't it? Well, I got to tell you, it's actually a little more difficult than that. Why do we grab a hold of ideas and we become, they become ingrained in us? Even though the truth is what's going on and what we believe in and our value system for it has nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with us. We're not influencing anything. We're just consuming time and energy to be a part of something bigger. Why do we, why do, we do that? What goes on in our minds that inspires us to become involved in some movement, some activity um, that consumes a large portion of our time is not kindness-based, definitely not based in kindness, but is actually an antagonistic position that allows us to actually, at some point, in, in, in originate in rage, right? Where people are just, they do crazy things and saying crazy stuff. How does that whole process get started, and why is it so attractive to us? Most of us don't realize it, but you know why that's so alluring is because it's free energy, Watching a, a football game on TV, that's that's free kick-ass energy. MMA fights. I do it all the time watching MMA fight, and I'm feeling all energized. Endorphins are rolling because that's something that I'm kind of into, right? Well, when you take a look at your average day, there, there's a reason we're so easily um, influenced into believing radical, radical ideas about life and about people to the point that we can actually muster up the energy to hate our neighbors. People scratching their head, they're like, I don't understand why he would ever do that, right? Well, the reason he would do that is because compared to what he experiences every day in his personal life, this thing is the most amazing adventure he's ever been on. 
It is an opportunity to feel alive, an opportunity to feel excited, an opportunity to be part of a winning team if it's if it's that type of an organization. Why do we jump into these ideas where you know, you're a political candidate you'll never meet, never have dinner with, never say one word to, you can actually get in an argument and threaten to pr- punch out your brother-in-law over. It's just like drugs. It is the opportunity for you to generate a feeling that in- energizes you and inspires you. Why are we so susceptible to that? The reason we're so susceptible to that type of influence is because when we look at the life that we are that we inherit or the life we choose for ourselves, regardless of the source, there is no element in that that actually allows us to elevate our existence to that level from an energy standpoint. It's cool to be all tough and in a group and like, yeah, yeah, right? Growling and being part of the the tough guys or whatever your position is. Be on the right side. We're on the right side. Yeah. That's why it's so attractive. How do you fix it? Well, the way you fix those voids in your life experience is simple all you do is start adding some elements into your life that don't involve breaking other people's windows and hurting other people and and yelling hateful things at other people you 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 can still get all the energy from it you can still harvest all that energy but it just doesn't involve all that ugliness that turns neighbors into enemies you want to wake up energized you want to wake up excited about the life you're living Go volunteer somewhere. Go do something nice for someone. Go help a, an old guy get his yard in order, winterize his sprinkler system. He's the neighbor. He's over there. He's like, and he's struggling. You can see he's struggling, but he doesn't want to ask for help. Go help him. You want to talk about a rush? Kindness is a rush. Doing stuff for other people is a rush. There's nothing, there's, there's nothing more powerful than having someone stop you and say, hey, listen, I really appreciate what you did for me. It changed my life. That was the part about working in that federal prison that I loved so much. It was, you know, you have those crappy days, you got those crappy inmates, you got those crappy situations where you're thinking, oh, what am I doing here? And then all it takes is one of those moments where someone, the phone rings, it's a former inmate, a former student, right? He's a former inmate and he calls you up and goes, hey, boss, guess what? I'm doing great. Thank you, man. I couldn't have done it without you. My life is going good. I got my wife, got my kids. Things are going great. You want to get a rush that keeps you out of the dark, keeps you off the dark side, hating on people, wanting to grab your pitchforks and your torches and burn and crap? Go help someone. Get to know your neighbors. Get to know your the people at the grocery store. Make sure they know you because guess what? When all hell breaks loose, you got to know where you can where you put your trust. You got to know who you can trust. And you got to make sure those connections are strong because there's going to come a time when you're probably going to need them. I guarantee that. So that's what I'm talking about. Got her done. Another one done. Why am I doing it? Because ah, I can. Because I can. Because I wake up every day and I, I live this amazing life. Actually, I got to tell you something. Let me go ahead and throw something out there. So I, I applied for the Mesa, uh, Mesa Library security officer. You know, I just, a few weeks ago, I got done with the car dealership. I'm thinking, you know, I could probably go do something else. And, and they just called in amid the, the podcast. And, and I got to tell you, I was torn there because I'm thinking, oh, man, I could go do that. It'd be kind of a cool job. But then I think about, you know, having to deal with the homeless and, and, and you know, of course, 
I'd be in charge of enforcing the rules. And sometimes you kind of have to be a little ugly when you do that. And I thought, you know, and the lady asked me, so do you still want an interview? Are you still interested? Um, I had to tell him no. I had to tell him no. Again, and that comes down to, you know, you got to be true to yourself in anything you do. It has to be true to you. You can't, you can't live someone else's reality, right? You have to know yourself and understand where you draw your inspiration. And, and I think I would probably do better if they paid me to be working at a homeless shelter or maybe helping someone else. But yeah, I walked away from it. Because I really don't like any part of that ugly. I really do, in spite of my attitude towards the world and how foolish we are at times, I really do have a really strong appreciation for people. I can see the good in people. I stand back a little bit. This is as close as you might get to me, but I guarantee everything I share with you comes from the heart. I really do want to know that this thing makes a difference in someone's life and someone says you know i think that guy's right he may not have said anything worth a damn until now but i should really smile more i should really talk to my neighbors more i should be a better person for my community because we we need that if there was anything this country needs it needs for neighbors to get back to becoming friends and and friends to take care of each other and communities to come together and support each other don't let them set the platform for us we can define this ourselves, and i think we can do a whole lot better hey listen i really appreciate you guys showing up listening in until next time my name is chris hawkins and this is your best life Defined.